Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Was anyone else confused watching that finale? I could tell they edited that last whole party to the gods. And I was like, wait, hold on. So Craig didn't want them to sit at the table, but then he was wondering why they aren't sitting at the table or was Naomi confused and they could have sat at that table just not in those seats. And then they were sitting at the other table. We were missing, we were missing some chunks. They clearly had to cut, <clears throat> cut some stuff out and I was left confused, but we'll get through it together. Welcome, by the way, welcome to She Speaks Bravo. I'm Emily. Time for my pitch. If you're not subscribed, maybe get subscribed. I am finishing up Beverly Hills and Southern Charm, obviously, and Salt Lake City. You know, I was really dreading Salt Lake City, but I forgot how fun it is to do Barlow's voice, Meredith's voice, and Whitney's voice. They're, they're like they actually have very distinct, like cartoonish energies. Um, because I really am dreading Jen. I'm like, I can't, I like, I literally, I cannot have a whole season of you screaming at everyone for doubting your innocence. Um, but I'm also going to be doing Potomac. Oh my God. I'm so excited. And winter house. And if you are already subscribed, oh my God, I love you. I'm giving you a big old virtual hug because I need a hug. Okay. I need a hug. Anyway, let's get into this recap. Let's try to dissect what the hell happened in that last scene together. Okay. Okay, so right up the top, when they do, when you we get a season finale, we know this, the voiceover is supposed to say, this season on Southern Charm, and we're supposed to get a full season recap, but they only gave us the recap from the episode prior. So there's your first mistake. Okay, you're welcome. However, I will say that the post team did an excellent job. I like the jazzy jingle bells for the opening. Whoever picked that out loved it. And they do a few things throughout that were just top notch. I have a feeling any of the choppy editing was the work of the network, like sending it back like, nope, we need it. We need that cut out. We don't like that. And they were like, all right, here's the best we can do. But, uh, okay, we're at Leva's house and Olivia FaceTimes to see, and like, how are you doing? I haven't seen you. Why didn't you go on the trip? And what does Leva tell us? I was like, okay, let's, let's hear it. I am not in the space for guys, for the guys to get all up in their feelings. Hmm. 
Okay. Well, you know, what's interesting about um, reality television is when people get all up in their feelings. Got to tell you, that's what makes it interesting. So Leva says she wasn't in the mood for Craig snapping on Naomi because she's going to get defensive and she doesn't want to fight with Craig because Craig's her friend too. Is he? I don't really think, I don't think he is. And we see that later. But speaking of Craig, I will not hate on one second of this setup. All right. He lights a fire, opens a bottle of wine. Paige comes out in her satin matching cozy PJs with they have like a little fur, a little faux fur feather, whatever that is um, around the God, I don't know how to describe fashion at all. Uh, wrist <laughs> and ankles. And he has a ball, one of those pimento cheese balls and crackers. I'm assuming it's pimento cheese. Maybe there's other types of cheese balls. I've only had a pimento cheese ball. And I love a pimento cheese ball. Because if you already, if you don't know, I am cursed with an inability to process dairy, not just my stomach. My no, no, no. You see, <laughs> I wish it was that simple. It was for a while. And to say simple that, you know, my stomach would literally riot against me when I would eat dairy. That was bad enough. But no, you see, now my joints get so inflamed that I I suffer in other ways too. So I'm pretty much dairy-free, but I love cheese and that pimento cheese. Oh my God. It's so good. Mm. And you know, when people say like, oh, have you tried this vegan cheese? Listen, I get it. I know all the dairy alternatives, but cheese gets you legit high. They've proven it. Okay. They did like a study on the brain and what happens when you eat cheese and it literally gets you high. I need it. I need that high. I It's like I'm bored. I'm bored when I don't get a cheese and sugar high. I'm like, yeah, I feel fine, but I just, it's not the same. It's just not the same. All right. So they're looking at mock-ups for this party and Craig talks about how, oh, in his confessional, he talks about how he, he always wanted a company that's big enough to host a company Christmas party. And he goes, I've gone to Christmas parties in the past. Can't you just imagine how drunk Craig has gotten at Christmas parties in the past? Can't you just see it? I can. So the beginning of this, like, we will see this as a through line throughout this episode. Paige asks, are you doing a seating chart since this is a sit-down dinner? Craig, no, no, no. Everyone knows each other. But Paige, foretelling, she's like, well, I think it might be a good idea so that you can control the chaos. But you see, Craig... He's reality TV gold. I hate to say it, but I, I was hesitant to say gold, but he is. And he heard her say control the chaos. And in his mind, he probably said, why would I want to do that? And he talks about how he uninvited Naomi. And she goes, listen, though, by doing that, it just makes it bigger. She's like, I think you not inviting her is a bit harsh and makes you look petty and you're not you're like the nicest person I know and you would never exclude someone. So I think you should just be the bigger person. Craig's confessional. It gets a little tough being the bigger person. Oh, that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, buddy. Sure. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, does it, does it get tough? Does it get, it's so hard. Oh man. To stuffing those emotions down and being the bigger person. How's that been for you? Come on. It it gets a little tough being the bigger person when she continues to cause drama and problems with me. And I want this gala to be happy and a celebration and not me having to deal with shit from my past. Honestly, I, like, you know how I am. I, I go, I'm very fair. Why does Naomi even want to go to this thing? Truly. 
you know, in a breakup, unless it's completely amicable in a breakup, you do miss like you go. It's like a divorce. You got to split things. Right. So if it's an event that Craig specifically is hosting, you'd sit that one out. If you were Naomi, you'd be like, okay, fine. That's fine. You've gone on all the cast trips. You haven't missed out on anything else. Sit out his sewing down South event. I would. That's just me. Whatever. So Paige and Craig agree that a re-invitation would be great. And they just won't interact. They just won't talk. All right. Now, Patricia's house, it's Christmas music and it's shots of all of her decoration. And I don't know about you, but the first thing I thought was, oh, this is giving Bluestone Manor a run for its money. And then my head went to a place of, oh, my God, imagine if like Dorinda wanted to challenge Patricia and like Dorinda got all wasted and tried to like yell at Patricia. (laughs) I just really would love to see what would happen because, you know, Patricia would be like, what? And not really respond. (laughs) And Dorinda would be like, don't talk to me like that. I never did that. I never would. I never did that. Yeah. Yeah. So Naomi's there for caviar. Now, I swear to God, when she said these words, I was like, you said two. What did you just say? Caviar and shambongs. The fuck are you talking about? So thank God they explain it. I do love when they explain what a shambong is. And Patricia says, I never get high on champagne. I'm sure I could do five shambongs and it wouldn't have any effect. This queen. So Madison comes over too. And, you know, I I really do have to say that Madison does genuinely have a relationship with Patricia. That is clear. Whitney opens the champagne for them and pours it and they all. They all do the shambong. And I mean, listen, like I used to I used to fucking down La Marca Prosecco back in the day, back in the day, meaning oh, like a year and a half ago before I decided to go alcohol free. That would fuck me up just drinking it normal. But to have it go straight to my head, oh, I would have been. Oh, God, it wouldn't have been cute. Oh, my God. I have a headache just thinking about it. Uh, they So at one point, though, I could like I've never even had one bite of caviar in my life. But at one point, Whitney takes the little like whatever you call it, bread. I don't I don't know what you call that. I'm sorry. And dips it in the caviar like it's salsa. Like he would like he was taking a tortilla chip and dipping it into salsa. Crazy. I think they they do two shambongs like right in a row. And then Craig calls Naomi and he's very nice. And he he says, I should never elevate or raise my voice. And I just want to let you know that you're welcome to come. And. You know, it's. This is my I'm such a people pleaser that. My, my, I wanted her to be like, thank you so much. I would love to. Or, you know what, Craig, I want you to enjoy your event. I think it's maybe best I just sit this one out so you can enjoy it and not be stressed out. But thank you so much. Instead, she's like, well, you know, Craig, I've heard this before. Naomi can get that very like (laughs) naggy. uh, It's like a low, like, well, uh, like, okay, I just like, I feel like this is a conversation we've had before. So like, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't know if I want to put myself in that position again. And he's like, all right, well, you can come or not. I, I, I did the thing I was supposed to do and invited you. So, and so that she hangs up and Madison does what any good girlfriend would do. She's like, we should have just been doing a shambong when he called and you could have been like, I'll think about it, which is exactly what Madison would have done. Miss Patricia slides right off that couch. She is. And then she and then she continues to sit there. (laughs) 
she slides off that couch and continue, and she listens to Naomi talking about <laughs> how she feels about Craig calling and inviting her. It's just from the floor. It's like, I would go. I would go and just have fun. <laughs> just sitting on the floor. Uh, so that's their advice to go anyway. To go, is that the Southern thing to do? Is it the show thing to do? It's got to be like go so there could be drama. So anywho, the next day, Craig and Paige go to the venue to check out the setup. And this is when we meet Amanda, who's Craig's business partner. And damn, I thought she was when I first watched, I thought she was the party planner. I didn't know. I didn't catch her uh, title card. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, she is the business partner. Man, she really helps execute. And they're going over the layout. Two bars is absolutely a necessity with this crew. You don't want people waiting around. Great tablescape. I love that it looks like little tuxes. Amanda is talking about, of course, the seating chart. Because these are, okay, wait, hold on. This event space, though, I, I, don't, I don't mean to hate on it, but it looks like a, like a school gymnasium. Like, it's just one big open space. Maybe it's due to the size of the event and it's just two long tables. And so Amanda's like, will we have a seating chart? And of course, here we go. No, 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 no seating chart. What could go wrong? (laughs) I really like that they keep. I I do remember that when. Um. When the finale, when they filmed the finale and Leva unfollowed everyone, I believe it was Larry, uh, Bravo by Gaze, was the first to catch that Leva unfollowed everyone. So, of course, speculation abound. And I do remember vaguely there being a conversation about something with seating. And so when all this this talk about the seating chart came up, I was like, oh, that's right. There was something to do with seating in the rumors so there we go anywho the real star of this episode for me because it was just flawlessly executed by the by the post-production team is when taylor goes over to shep's house and they have that conversation on on his deck so we saw them do a similar thing where austin and craig have their bromance conversation and the post team used what would be like romantic, like a romantic crescendo moment. Like you would use in a romantic comedy when the two characters finally come back together and make up, you know, and they used it for Austin and Craig. And so it was really funny laid over their scene. So they, they use, they troll the fuck out of them out of Shep really what what clearly <laughs> sounds like Shep is about to propose. It's what clearly appears to be a proposal. They play and they and it's the most perfect t- music cues. They play the crescendo of here it comes. It's coming. And they keep cutting over to Taylor's face, like bracing herself. Shep's like, so I want to talk to you about... I'm just happy that we're happy. Like, I'm genuinely happy. And I think you are too. And of course, now that he's, every time he says happy, it makes me think of the drinking game from last episode. And then again, it builds. Yeah, I think there's some things I need to work on, but I want you to be there with me. Pause. Again, music cue. I just feel really positive about you being in my life. Taylor is just you they keep cutting to her and she's like beaming. She's trying to hold it in. She's like, breathe, breathe. Neither of us know how anything is going to work out ever. But I like not knowing what the future holds like day to day. But I like being with you. Knowing, not knowing. Taylor keeps like giggling in between pauses, clearly thinking this is the moment. One more time, big crescendo in the score. So everything that's happened has gotten us right here. 
and it's like a dream. And you're the star of my little dream. <laughs> Taylor's confessional. You're the star of my dream. That sounds like a proposal. This music, it keeps raising up. I want to go places and have adventures. And what better way to do it than with you? Taylor's confessional. If he were to propose, I would just be, but I would absolutely do it. This And now the music is at what sounds like it's, this is it. He's going to get down on one knee. This is going to sound crazy, but I've just been thinking about it. Long pause. Taylor braces herself and she smirks. She goes, yeah, I love us together. I really do. So I want you to quit your job. The music, her face, it just the, the buildup for the letdown, like true Bravo, Bravo to the post team. This is, if you can't tell, this is me slow clapping really well done. They took their time. They let it build up so that we could really feel, wow, that his big, this is his suggestion is so not romantic and so toxic. He's like $30,000 of my money. We set up a joint account and we go and we travel until we run out of money. It's an investment in our future. Is it? She she's immediately like, I don't want to appear like I'm traveling on your dime. You know, my work is my independence. That's what I need. I know, I know, I know. But I know it's a leap of faith. You're really into faith. Our relationship is a leap of faith. Like totally drilling, like taking that angle. It's a leap of faith. Don't you like faith? So I'm going to use that on you now. But I think we could really benefit from an adventure. Take a two-week trip, dude. Why does she need to quit her job? It's a test. All you've offered her is no promise on the end. Take a big leap of faith, like you haven't already. Take a big leap of faith even though I've given you no reason to trust me. And I'm not promising you anything after this. And you have no job when we're done. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Cool. Great. Okay. Round robin of everybody getting ready. I have to say Southern Charm, they turn it out. They look so fabulous when they when they dress up, they look they just look so mm, to the nines. Craig and Paige are walking in. Craig hits his he bumps his head on the tree and I actually panicked about his hair. Like I was I actually was like, I need them to pause and make sure his hair is okay. because he was like my hair. I'm like, no, your hair. We really can we stop and do last looks, please. Paige, check his hair. And then Paige and Craig have a cute moment at the doorway of the event. You know, she's like, you should be really proud of yourself. And he is so proud of himself. And they say, I love you. And this makes Craig reflect on how much people doubted him and this compilation of all the haters, of course, of Naomi. You sit at home and you sew. To be like, I know everyone's going to be like, see, she doubted him. I'm not going to go down that road. I don't have the energy. I've done it a hundred times. I have. I really have. He was what she was complaining about was that he was staying up till 5 a.m. partying and then doing nothing all day towards what he what everyone thought his career was law. And instead he was suddenly sewing random things. Did it turn out to be good? Yes, it did. So now he absolutely has every reason to be proud of himself. There we go. So we meet uh, Jerry. We've met Jerry before, but Craig's business partner, Jerry's there and they all cheers. Marcy arrives looking fantastic just two weeks after having her baby. So she needs to go away. Olivia picks up Austin in the production arranged vehicle. And they, you know, they have a cute rapport. It's nothing really 
you know, out of control chemistry wise. It's just like a fun dynamic. You know, he's like, did you bring your overnight bag? Because you ain't coming home tonight. Like they have a fun, light hearted. Chemistry. Everyone is looking gorgeous. Every single cast member looks absolutely fantastic. Madison, at one point, she's talking about how her dress, her, she had altered her outfit. She's telling Paige that in the back, she looks like a busted can of biscuits. And if you've been watching Atlanta, did you, I was like, Ooh, I, I, that's the first time I'd heard it. Paige didn't even know the reference. It's now my favorite reference because we all, it's the visuals better than stuffed sausage. I like busted can of biscuits better. It's just funner. It's funner, more fun to say. Austin and Craig, they stand, they stand back and they kind of watch it all. And they reflect on how far Craig's business has come. And Austin asks about inviting Naomi and like, how'd that go? Craig goes, I don't know. She's weird. Austin, so are you. <laughs> Craig death stares Austin for a few seconds. Like Austin kind of doesn't want to, <laughs> Austin like doesn't want to look back over because he knows he pushed it. And then Craig goes, but I wasn't when I invited her. You know, her presence doesn't bother me. It's just when she talks to me. So Naomi arrives with Madison Simon. And Craig's like, it's just so full circle. You know, Naomi used to make fun of me for my sewing. And now she's here at my Sewing Down South event. So Naomi's chatting with Patricia. Naomi asks, she's like, were you so hungover today? Patricia, she's like, seriously, seriously, I slept till noon. I, I can't. I think they said earlier, and I didn't write it in my notes, they went through five bottles of champagne. Ugh. I want to lay down and pop an Advil just thinking about that. Ugh. So Craig comes over and says hi to Naomi and, and says sorry for disinviting her. Naomi gives him such an ultimate cold shoulder. And in her confessional, she's like, look, you know, I'm not going to let Craig keep me from hanging out with my friends. And this is where I kind of pump the brakes and go, hold on. While I do agree that if this was another event, absolutely, you should go and say, fuck you, Craig. But this is literally Craig's event. So it's kind of different. Like it's a literally his event. So that's. That's kind of like, don't, if you're going to be there and Craig is going to come up to you and say, hi, sorry, drop your sword and be like, thanks. And it looks great in here. You know what I mean? And I could tell Craig kind of wanted that moment because it's a very good, like, end of a season cap off moment. And maybe that's why Naomi's like, I'm not going to give it to you, but then just don't go. Then like, just don't show up. And don't bring Madison Simon. We haven't seen her all season. What the hell is she doing there? Like, we we literally barely know her, and she's kind of a bummer. All right, Leva arrives. She sees Shep, hugs Shep. Catherine arrives in this huge white cape with a train. She's got a man in tow. And, of course, I was like, uh-oh, because, of course, I am afraid of that. But Leva is chatting with Amanda, Craig's business partner, and it turns out she knows Amanda very well. And Craig joins and Leva was talking with Amanda and Vanita and Craig joins the three of them. And uh, Craig says about Amanda, I take years off her life, though. Well, you know, my ideas are like impulsive, but I know and I know they're going to work. And Leva, ideas are the easy part. You know that, right? And Craig is taken aback and he says, yeah, I know. So I have my team. And in his confessional, he's like, I don't know why you would show up to my event just to kind of put me down. And he says, in my life, I'm the idea guy. And I have two incredible partners that know how to execute those ideas. And then Leva keeps going. She goes, yeah, even when I'm mad at you, I can't be because I love her. And so Craig goes, whatever, Vanita likes me. So this, like, right there, Vanita, like, don't show up to someone's event to be a bitch to them. 
it doesn't make sense. You're asking for trouble. It's hard for whatever. But by the way, I spotted Caleb in the background, not Mike. He's talking to Marcy at that point, clearly not planning on being on camera. So Craig, Whitney and Shep are over to the side again, and they're chatting about Shep's talk with Taylor earlier. And what I love about this is Craig and Whitney are both like, this is not the move. Like Shep, Shep tries to sell it to them. Like, yeah, it's super awesome. Right. And they're like, so wait, you, you said quit your job with no promise at the end. Why would she do that? Shep's like, it's, it's a good thing. Okay. It's, it's, it's pretty good. And so, but Taylor's talking to Marcy. This is why Marcy, she's, Marcy's not pulling through for me. Marcy seems like she's into it because Shep was into it. And then little by little, as Taylor says more and more things that clearly make sense, she's like, oh, okay, no, we don't like it. I'm like, Marcy, you're, you're not, you're not working for me. You're not working for me. Don't need you back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Thankfully, Madison does clarify with Catherine that her date is just her gay bestie. I'm like, okay, good. Okay. Because I was like, I I can't. Although I guess I could just go on Catherine's Instagram and see what she's up to. I kind of, I, I get afraid of Catherine just, she's so impulsive that I, no one tell me if Catherine's dating anyone, please. No one, no one tell me. I don't want to know if I've missed it. Good. I can't, I can't handle it. Okay, so now this tension is a brewing with Naomi and Vanita. At one point, they're at the bar at the same time, and it is awkward. Vanita goes, hi, and Naomi doesn't even acknowledge her. And she goes, so can I ask something? How are we? And Naomi goes and turns away. And Vanita walks over to her friends, and she's like, wow, Naomi is completely avoiding me. And one of her friends is like, you need to pull her aside. So I can't, I, I'm sure that you guys can gather that this happens. This happens on every show, by the way, but there are other things that happen between Vanita and Naomi in St. Simon's um, at the same, the same, around the same time as that dinner that doesn't make it on the show. This happens across all franchises though, um, that they don't bring up on camera. So it wasn't purely and solely the Vanita standing up for Craig in that moment, it was something else as well. So, and I know that when you're watching it, you're like, is that all like Naomi God, but that, that is, there's more to it. Um, but later Vanita stops Naomi as she's walking by. And this interaction is, I, I mean, I paused and made sure I wrote every single quote down. Okay. So Vanita says, you are someone that I care about. So like, cut this shit. Naomi, no, this shit is cut on my end. Like my feeling with you is that you don't care about me. You only care about yourself. Vanita says, but I don't need that. I don't know what that means. And Naomi says, that's just how I feel. And Vanita says, but I don't need that. And I think, I think I know what it means. I think it's referring to some of the other things that may that happened because it doesn't really, it doesn't quite make sense, but I'll keep going. Naomi says, but you do need that. 
I don't feel like anything genuine from you. And it's hard, especially when the second you can be Craig's pet after you know how much he shit on me. Benita cuts her off. If you thought in that moment that was that with Craig, I was taking sides. I didn't want you to say shut up or yell at me. I wanted you to be like, listen, can you understand where I'm coming from? I would have been like, oh, because all I heard was feelings from his end and you were trying to defend how you felt. I really went back and re-listened. I listened to that over and over again. Let me just dissect that over and over and over and over like I did before when I when I watched it. If you thought in the moment that with Craig, I was taking sides. Okay, so I thought, okay, she's going to clarify that. I didn't want you to say shut up or yell at me. Okay, well, but she wouldn't have said that if you hadn't stood up for Craig. I wanted you to be like, listen, can you understand where I'm coming from? I would have been like, oh, because all I heard was feelings from his end. And you were trying to defend how you felt. Meaning she had feelings, too. So. I'm trying to get on board, Vanita. I really am. Hey, but I wasn't. I was right, though, you guys. I knew that Vanita would win over Craig fans with, with by doing that. And she did. I see a ton of support for Vanita. She should have told Naomi that because Naomi needs to back off Craig and good for Craig and Naomi go away. We like Vanita now. So she did. She got some fans that way. And um, Naomi says, I think let's just talk another time. And Vanita says, but will we actually, though? And Naomi says, probably not. And Naomi leaves. And in her confessional, she talks about how, like, the trust is just broken. And Vanita cries to her friend. And I think she's crying in her confessional, but I can't quite tell but she's saying that this isn't and because this isn't going to be an easy one to get over um i i i i know i tried with vanita i really did i don't think she really was friends with anybody in this cast i think she just wanted to get on the show and i'm just i'm bummed out because, but she, I don't know. I've, it's, it's a big letdown. That's all I can say. All right. Now, here we go. Now it's time to sit for dinner. And shocker, seating is a little tricky. Madison is clearly wasted because she looks over and she's like, did, did Levin not get the memo that this is white winter wonderland? Not look like a slutty hoe. And for some reason, Olivia is like, I am not here for Madison. And she's like, I'm not here for this like mean girl energy coming from over there. She tells Catherine that. So here's where this confusion comes in. Okay. Craig, Naomi asks Craig if there are seats pointing to, you know, everybody. Craig says, not to this table. He says that. Naomi says, okay, well, thank you for making me feel so awkward. And like, I can't just sit. I don't know why if there are not assigned seats and there are open seats, why can't I just sit in an open seat? Craig says, oh, because girls are sitting on this side, boys on this side. Naomi says, this is so annoying. And Craig says, well, you didn't have to come. And this is where it feels like we're missing a beat because Naomi goes and complains to Leva and Leva's immediately done. She's like, if they do not sit me next to my friends, I swear to God, I'm fucking leaving. And then Craig tells Paige, they want to sit over there. They didn't want to sit over there, though. They're throwing a hissy fit and it's on them. I did as much as I could. And then Craig's business partner comes over and says that Craig should say something about how one table is for sewing down south and one is for his friends. And Craig goes, nope, they want to sit over there. 
but they don't. So this is where I'm like, we're we've got to be missing something. We've got to be missing a piece of footage. We've got to be missing something because I'm confused. Because then Leva, Naomi and Madison Simon sit all alone, literally all alone at the other table. And Craig is acting like. Why are they sitting over there? But I'm like, didn't you tell them there was no room at that table? I am beyond confused. Beyond. Okay. So let me try to map this out in my head. He said, I'm going to go back and do this again. She said, are there any seats? He said, not to this table. He said it. Not to this table. How would he say not to this table? To her. So where was she? I'm so confused. I'm so confused. Okay. I'm going to, I'm remaining confused. I am remaining confused. And you know what? If they wanted me confused, mission accomplished. Okay. But then Shep saying grace. (sighs) That was scary. I was freaked out. Levo's rolling her eyes while that happens. But then Craig gives a speech and sales are up 400%. They are now the top philanthropic partners with the Special Olympics. When he's done, Austin jokingly says, hey, why wasn't I thanked in the speech? The wife. Hello. And, you know, they eat whatever. And so Naomi's like, I'm going to go get a drink. Do you want a drink? Do you want to come? And Levitt goes, no, I'm going to go talk to Amanda and Jerry, which are Craig's business partners. I'm like, oh, why? So while Naomi is over at the bar, she talks to Whitney. She's like, I don't know what to do. Do I leave? Like, this is so fucking awkward. We're sitting at the other table. Meanwhile, Leva is kneeling down and she's she's talking to. Now, granted, she knows Amanda. She's like, I'm just so mad. Like, this is like fucked up. Like the way Craig is treating us is just like so bad. Now, I'm no, like, look, okay. Not, what are you doing? I don't get what you're doing. I, I'm not very good at networking and businessy stuff because I've done nothing but burn bridges throughout my entire restaurant career because I just, I have impulsive reactions to things and I hate when things aren't fair and whatnot. So I don't know if I would have done this, but I am still confused as to this is a conversation you should have had the next day with your friend, Amanda, not kneeling down at a table full of all of his people. So Paige notices and she's like, um, Leva's with your team. And Craig turns around and tells Amanda, you don't have to listen to her. She's acting like a child. Leva, you can actually leave if you want. You're acting like a child and you're making this all about you. And this is actually about me and my business and my team. But it's starting to get to the point that you should probably leave because you made it all about you. Leva goes, did I, Craig? And see, here's where I know we're missing some stuff because Craig says, yeah, you threw a bunch of hissy fits. We saw no hissy fits. We saw one tiny thing over off to the side when they, when she said to Naomi, if they don't see me by my friends, I'm going to freak out or whatever. But that wasn't really a hissy fit. We didn't see it. So we clearly, we've not seen what was really happening. So clearly, either off camera or just cut out of the show, they were throwing fits, probably with production probably walking over to production like are you fucking kidding we're not even sitting at their table blah 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 and uh, leva goes because you're so rude and leva's in her confessional she goes this isn't some party where you can scream at people this is a gala for sewing down south do i need to say more I actually don't know what your point was. That's his own business. He can kind of do whatever he wants at his own business. Who's going to get mad at him? It's his business. What does he fucking care? I'm pretty sure everybody who 
the purchases from sewing down south knows that Craig is the owner and face of the company. So they're cool with it. They're cool with him doing stuff like this. Naomi sees what's happening and she's like, oh, Leva. Craig goes, my family over here doesn't want to talk to you. And Leva, this is she's so weak here. She goes, I was literally talking to three people. Craig, Leva, just go. Just go. Leva, I'm leaving, but I also have a business on the same street as these people. Um, that doesn't matter. The people who actually run your business, not you, you clown. I thought it was great that Paige stood up, actually. And she was like, oh, wow, that was so rude. That was extremely rude. I kind of I lived for her stepping in at that moment. I didn't I didn't hate that. You know. It was rude. Craig, I'll have security escort you out. Go home. Go home. Oh. But then Whitney over at the bar, I don't know if you guys caught this, but he's like, oh, this is getting good. <laughs> Leva's walking out, though. She's like, do you want me to run? But then Madison goes, I don't care for her, so fuck her. And Olivia, I don't know where she goes. God, you're such a bitch. Madison goes, whoa, okay. And Olivia gets up and goes, good talking to you. And Madison, you too. <laughs> So Olivia, Naomi, and Marcy walk out after Leva, and she's like, I'm out. Bye. And then it just goes 10 minutes later, and Whitney's on the mic singing. Shep pulls the, why can't we all get along? Bullshit. I hate that one. And he's like, I'm telling Taylor, let's get out of the country. Three months later, Shep and Taylor are traveling and she did she quit her fucking job she did it but when they returned to charleston shocker the same exact shit is still happening i mean is it even news it's like okay cool hopefully when she quit her job they were like okay and when you come back we'll give it back to you hopefully that's what happened because so, yeah, this finale, it's like I can't quite tell exactly what happened with the seating arrangement. I can't tell why they couldn't pull up some more chairs to accommodate. I can't really quite tell. I it's we're I know we're missing some components. I know we are. Um but the way the final product lays out, it's it's it it I can't quite tell if they're protecting Leva. Um because like he's you guys have been throwing hissy fits. Leva, Naomi, um, and Madison. I don't care about her, but Madison Simon, I mean. I can't tell if that's who they're protecting in this final cut, because it does sort of seem like Craig was being petty with the from where i'm coming from it looks like he said yeah there's no seats at this table sorry and then was like yeah for some reason they want to sit over there but that can't be it right that can't be it because the whole like production wouldn't want that production wouldn't want two cast members to not be sitting at the same table because it's a it's a nightmare for them i'm imagining this is why we need to hear from that Reality Bites podcast. This is why we need to hear from them. Whenever there's production questions, I need to, we refer to them because they say that the, whenever I think I know what I'm talking about, then they say it and I'm like, oh, never mind. I didn't know what I was talking about. So there's got to be, there's, they'll, they'll explain it because I was still confused, but I will say if I had to pick a team to be on in that fight, I think Leva was really out of line going over there. It's 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 in my opinion more unprofessional to sit and talk with by the way Craig was like right behind her. So to go and like kneel down and be like, "Oh my god, Craig, your business partner. What an asshole, huh?" You save it for the next day. You you call your friend Amanda and you say, "Yes, that ended up being a nightmare." 
it ended up being not so great. I had to leave early. It was just because Leva could have left. She finished eating, been like, I'm going to go. Bye. Instead, she needed to go over and do that. I mean, it gave us a cool scene. I'll let you, I'll say that much. I now see why. So she unfollowed. Let's see here. She unfollowed. So she was mad at Madison, Vanita. Why did, what did Vanita do? Not run after her? I guess that's how she measured it. So she's cool with Olivia because Olivia followed her. Um, Taylor is probably cool because Taylor's not mad at Shep too. Okay. Well, huh. I've only gotten a little bit of tea from the reunion. Not a lot. Um, not nothing too exciting, but I hear that it's a lot of shifting parts or shifting alliances, like unexpected, etc. Um, I did. My friend said that she heard on a podcast that Olivia unfollowed Austin. Doesn't really shock me, to be honest, because um, I wouldn't say he was stringing her along, but he was stringing her along. You know, he it's like he can't just say to this. He can't just be honest and say, I am not looking for a committed relationship, period, done, hands down, not looking for it. Okay. Instead, he's got to be like, well, yeah, I think I want that. And then not, not do that. Not be, not be faithful, not be, at least not be monogamous, um, which is what I'm assuming Olivia thought they were. And so I'm just, this is pure conjecture. I actually don't know, but I'm just going to take a wild guess that that's what the problem was. Um, but again, I have no intel from the reunion yet. I'm kind of waiting. I I reached out to my source and said, hey, what the fuck? Tell me. Tell me stuff. Okay, well, anyways, guys. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up. Hope you guys are doing okay. Take care of your mental health. Sending you a little hug. And um, I will see you next time. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. And if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. Thank you guys. I'll see you on Instagram or TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.